0: Welcome back, everybody. We should jam some time. Episode thirty-five. I'm back. I was sick as hell last week, so I didn't get it out. Um it was supposed to come back last week. Um looking like an every other week schedule, maybe right now. I'm still I'm working on uh we got this episode. I did another episode uh with another band last week and that's kinda it. I've been in talks with some other Axe though Probably just gonna shoot For every other week now Uh, Yeah That's kinda crazy At the moment And I'm trying to Kinda like Get my shit back together And um, Stay on top of everything Um, But Plants This is uh, The Plants episode And uh, I'm happy with it I think it's a good episode Uh, This is a band That we played with My band Lost Arts Played with Plants um, At the Harmony Lunch In Waterloo Uh, on November 1st, 2018. And, uh, they're fucking so good, man. And they're like, they're they're really cool guys. And this was like sort of the first band that we played with that it was like, oh man, like let's go like tour, you know, let's go conquer the world and shit. So I think that we're going to be doing some stuff together. Uh, we're actually, if you are, happen to be an MIA, uh, this is going to be out two days before a house show, uh, that we are playing with plants in london the chum bucket message me or one of the chum bucket guys uh for details to that uh but have them come out and have uh, uh we're gonna be playing also with ready the prince and uh it's gonna be a lot of fucking fun so uh come on to that but anyway i'm gonna shut up now and uh give you the podcast and then we'll talk a little bit afterwards
1: don't worry about stealing yeah. gas, because we'll just siphon it again, and then put it in someone else's car. i <laughs> got a shirt
0: on the band. Dave off the shirt, got a boot print
2: on it, come on. You might listen <laughs> Alright, we should
0: jam sometime. Because everybody will just, everybody introduce themselves, and we'll know whose voices are whose for the listeners. And we'll go from there. Yes.
3: You go. Okay. I'm <laughs> um, Max, I play bass.
2: I'm Sam, I sing, and I play guitar. I'm Ethan, and I hit the drums. You I'm, uh, Brad hands.
3: and,
2: and you sing, Ethan. I do sing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Brad and I play cello. Right on. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you no, I chill. play guitar.
4: That's a fucking lie. Do you also play cello or just fuck no? I can't really imagine you playing anything
1: else but guitar. kind of true. Like I can't. Be a harp. I used to play the recorder. Did you? Pretty yeah. Who well. <laughs> didn't play the recorder? Yeah. though? It was like,
4: grade two. Yeah, yeah. Great grade two music class. Before they trust you with the real instruments yeah. they toss some recorders your way. Know? Those are pretty wicked, though.
0: Not bad, except... I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, like, ours were just kept in a box and it was probably not very, oh. like, sanitary. Yeah. You didn't have your own.
2: No. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> we didn't play on our own in I oh, yeah. school, but in high
3: school you had to share instruments. Yeah. yeah. You had your own reeds, though. And they, while yeah, that, yeah, yeah. pieces
0: just washed them out. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, well, then, like, my school was... Because my high school like two towns came together so like my town was the string school and then the other town was like the woodwind school so then in high school we just like everybody stayed with what they were doing but uh cool so let's talk about plants then so uh, how long have you guys like been a band let me just go back to the start well
4: uh... we've been a band for i think we started playing 2014 summer of 2014 i think it was is that right yeah yeah um brad wasn't in the band at that time it was us three and one of our friends, Patrick, and we just started out playing I like I had literally just started playing guitar really, so I started okay. doing songs I could actually Right, you know, actually play. So we were doing Arctic Monkeys covers and blank covers and Queens of the Stone Age covers. And then yeah, and then Brad joined the next year and we were still doing covers for I think at least a, t- a few years, we were doing just like like strictly cover right. yes. Seventeen.
3: I know when Brad joined. I remember we had a jam at my house, and the first song we played, Sugar. Uh, "Out of the Black," had just come out by oh, Royal okay. Blood. So yeah. I remember we tried to like yeah. work it out as like a four piece band, yeah. and uh, we covered that for like what two covered years that for a while. Yeah,
4: um, and and then yeah, we didn't start writing original stuff until. Uh, like, fall-winter of 2017, I think? Is that right? okay. Or 2016. 2016.
2: Is it 2016? When Ethan okay. was on Thursday when I was here. Yeah, right. hood, yeah. Ethan was just Driving around the corners something. in the yeah, garage. Yeah. That's awesome. In the basement. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually wrote our in first... In the fucking remember, winter. Yeah. We wrote
0: our
4: first riff, like, ever, literally around the corner. of oh, that's this awesome. House, right? Yeah,
0: that's hilarious. A lot of music's been, like, written on this street, because, like, all like yeah. MIA is obviously, like, right across the road, so... And then, uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, Basic White like the uh-huh. I had Riley and and he was telling me that, like he wrote a bunch of songs like a couple houses over. It's really? kind of funny like so everything like, has gone down like in this little area it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's the hub. It, the is, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> just get fucked up party. Yeah. And... We actually <laughs> tried to do that a few years ago. Great
3: tunes.
2: Yeah. We um oh God, yeah. That was, was Halloween, 20, Halloween? No. 2016.
3: 2016. Yeah. We played out of Ethan's garage on Thurman. Yeah. And uh we started at like I think 9 and it was already by like nine thirty. It was flooded onto the street, from the oh. whole drive of the whole lawn. And then the cops showed up at ten and oh. shut us down. They wouldn't let us finish because of I guess yeah. because of the riots. Like, and we really were like, we right. were
4: anticipating that too. So we thought, well, we'll just play really early. We had the electric kit. We didn't think it would be yeah. like a huge deal. Right. And then you, you, did you say ten thirty? No, it was like, it was like ten. I like think
3: it, like it was right at ten. The cops like threatened to give us tickets. They were like four, like literally yeah, four cruisers just
4: pull up in front. Yeah. And at first they were really like cool and like hey, sorry, you know, yeah. our hand is kind of forced here. We have to shut it down because yeah. of the noise. And we're like, okay, cool. So, like, five minutes later, we're trying to tell everyone, you know, you got to go. Yeah. And then we literally... Saying that. then it, then, <laughs> then it. I was. I was like, I was telling everybody. I was like, yeah, the cops just said everyone has to go. Um, and then after that, they got, like, really fucking, like malevolent and we're like everyone who's here in the next half hour we're handing out four hundred dollar tickets <laughs> oh. we're just like
3: dude we're like yeah. shut the garage door on people <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's pretty
2: funny that seems to happen to us like time and time again we've been shut
3: down a few times actually yeah. we played, where we played last night in Stratford is this place called the hub and uh oh, yeah we Fuck. we kind of built a following in Stratford playing covers and like we, we were playing stuff that we grew up on so like 90s pop punk and like pop rock Right, so yeah. like you know, we covered like anything from Third Eye Blind to Weezer to Blink One Eight Two. Right. And <laughs> and, and, uh, and we uh, and we, we on started to tea. get like a uh, started to get like a pretty big crowd out, and that we were known to have like some mischief at our shows, right. and we Mainly got a show because with, of rage. Yeah, rage. Yeah, and and be, like, it, yeah. like Limp Biscuit too, and we. Uh, oh yeah, Limp we played The first show with the hub. We ever played in Stratford. we got shut down trying to play bulls on parade we got like into the first verse and people were stage diving off the tables and stuff at this like pretty classy establishment yeah and they're like no like you no, you have to stop classy. yeah yeah and then uh, and then uh they we tried to play it again and then we got shut down we're like okay i guess we're calling this yeah like 12 o'clock and it's like i guess well, we're done so but yeah we've had a few pretty crazy shows. wave downs like yeah. no no yeah. shut it down No, last like, oh. night
2: we were sound checking and the guy comes up from the basement he's like no no shut it down he's like all right yeah because
3: they have a they have a steakhouse underneath the hub in Stratford. oh okay so uh like obviously people are eating dinner and we're trying to sound check at like 3 30 so yeah it's, it's tough but you know we made it work last night last night apparently the sound was really good sound,
4: so. sound
0: yeah we got really good uh compliments from yeah. the sound last night that's good yeah they can make or break it for sure mm-hmm. it's funny like just like when you're doing those like you like touring around or whatever and like one night and, like man the sound was awesome and mm-hmm. then like And, like, when we did the Harmony Lunch Show, it's, like, a PA, and, like, it's all just for them. And you're like, oh, yeah, well. make it work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's like, funny how that can work out. I
4: don't know if you find this, but, like, when I'm up there, like, I have, have like, custom-made earplugs that helped me, one, sing a lot better, and two, hear everything a lot better. So there have been numerous times, and Harmony was one of those times where... I was singing and I thought I was, like, very audible. Right. Like, I was like, okay, this is this is good. And then I think after the first or second song, I was like, can everyone hear me okay? Yeah. And everyone in the crowd's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can yeah,
3: I was like, because no one's on the PA there, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. let's see how yeah. max I like, can the... make this yeah. before it starts the feedback. It's
4: really frustrating because, like, I especially find that um, my sister came to our show last night and right. um, she was saying, you know, I could hear, like, your melodies and your, your voice, but I couldn't hear the lyrics specifically. But I think that's just kind of what going to a live show is about, right, yeah, and yeah. unless you know the songs beforehand, you, ha- you kind of have to anticipate that you're not gonna
0: yeah.
4: hear the lyrics, you know what For I mean? Sure. Unless you're in like a perfect venue, I don't even know what that would be. Yeah, you know? but I think
0: like when you're doing especially like the level that like you guys are at or whatever, like yeah. that is like, it's like... Yeah, I find that all the time. Like, I saw um, Cleopatra a few weeks ago, at the start of December. And yeah. like, it was a crazy show but like I know all the words to all the exactly. songs so like yeah. you already know kind of where it's going yeah. and then if there was ever a moment where you're lost you were just like oh, okay, I'll wait for the next chorus or whatever cause yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's just you're, it's more the energy and stuff though. it's mm-hmm. not necessarily like as long as they can make out the melodies and stuff you're, yeah. you're pretty good yeah exactly um, that's, that's true that's awesome though long. we haven't like got any like I've never been to a house party the few years that I've been here where it's been shut down like we've had some pretty good luck with that I don't know if we're just because like, 'cause we're deep in the basements and stuff. Yeah. It's not about that the garage is definitely. We were playing, like, we garage. Out yeah, the, the PA was yeah. pointing towards the <laughs> house across the street, so yeah, never like yeah. families who live there too.
4: Yeah, they're I think so. Cool. Right, yeah. But then, like, down the street, In there's like this marks, crazy yeah. kegger.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of. Yeah. We, basically, once we got shut down that night, we just went and partied around yeah. the neighborhood. Yeah. Brad got excited. I met the inebriated. basketball team. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brad was, yeah, Brad so was uh, pretty, pretty lit that night. Brad takes on like
4: an alter ego if he gets to a certain <laughs> point of intoxication. <laughs> And it's, it's, like, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just
1: it's hilarious. It's yeah. interesting. All of a sudden, it starts with, like, take the sweater off. Next thing you know, I'm running butt naked around the yeah. <laughs> Brad's really into male nudity <laughs> when he, when yeah. he gets to yeah. a certain point. There's a, there was personal a personal male nudity. Okay, quick side story. Quick side story. do will keep this
3: short. There's this thing in Shakespeare. Brad's from Shakespeare, which is just outside his draft. There's this thing called Field Day. And it's like every year, Brad would have friends over, which would turn into a massive party. Oh, 500 and people. Was like a few years ago, Brad got uh, pretty, pretty lit. And then apparently, <laughs> I heard, I had left already, but apparently he tried to spear his toilet and took it oh, off the floor. Oh, yes. Yeah, I broke the toilet with yeah. my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I woke up
1: the next day, hunched over my bed, like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Uh, but, but that
4: doesn't come oh, out very often. Yeah, no, it, that's liquor Brad. I haven't seen, yeah, well, I haven't seen liquor Brad in like a few years. Yeah,
2: it's
1: rare. Yeah. yeah, no, it's rare now. Lock yeah. the bathroom. Hey, you never so know. New Year's driving. coming up. Yeah, no, just just New lock him right.
2: up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lock him up. Brad yeah. <laughs> might
3: dress up on on the occasion as Macho Man as well. Oh, so. that's perfect. Yeah, Macho Man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I had like fucking. Tw- that two foot long slim
0: jims and was hanging out <laughs> oh, <that's> awesome <laughs> me and Brad and Max are pretty big wrestling fans so we oh man when I lived in uh, after high school I spent a year in uh, Kitchener my brother was finishing up school and I was just like in between not knowing what I wanted to do so I lived with him and then our two friends Drew and Zayn so like I was a big wrestling fan my buddy Drew was a big wrestling fan and then it was funny because like Zayn was just not at all but like yeah, Drew and I were drinking one night with my brother and we were like Let's be Mankind for Halloween. Let's just be, like, let's be McFoley. you can totally (laughs) pull pull off McFoley, too. (laughs) So we all did that. It's like, Zach and Drew were, like, different versions of Mankind, and then I was Cactus Jack, and Zane was Dude Love. That's funny. We gave him Dude Love because he had no idea what was up. (laughs) (laughs) But then, it was even funnier because my brother had, like, broke a toe or something like a couple days before so he was actually so he was like straight up like mankind and then like so <laughs> as soon as he starts like drinking he's like trying to fight everybody like trying to like put <laughs> oh, his Mr. sock Suckle. in the- <laughs> yeah was <laughs> like Say oh hello, man he like Mr. yeah Suckle. really committed to the part <laughs> that was pretty crazy halloween that's wicked that's funny i've been told that story like ever I just finally found a spot <laughs> for it. it <laughs> <is wrestling. laughs> I forgot that he like yeah. broke his foot too, so he was just straight up like. And then like the more drunk he got, the less it hurt. So like the next day, mm, it was um. so much more mangled because he it yeah. wasn't broken enough that he like went to the hospital or anything. So he was just like, babying it. Yeah. And like, then like he got drunk and was <laughs> just like running. in some shit. confidence. Yeah. 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 So the next day yeah. he was he was not in good shape, but yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got a. Uh, you just did put out the new EP. Which you forgot Mm -hmm. uh what was the kind of process for that uh writing writing it writing it yeah yeah writing
4: it um we started i think the first song that came out of that batch was uh well it was two hanging weight and memoirs um i remember we were actually in london we were i think we went to see uh matt good yeah it was matt good yeah we were seeing matt good at the music hall and what I do when I come up with riffs and stuff is I just take really crude videos of myself playing in front of right. my amp. Right. And I remember I had Very the part. Very crude. Of, yeah. <laughs> I had these, like, I had uh, the part, the wow, 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 wow. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck is, this is, but I think it's really cool. And I brought it to the guys that night. And I, I remember that was, like, one of the first sort of uh, new things that we had thought about. And then. By that summer, we had started working on memoirs and Hanging weight, and by the end, we sort of completed those two. Right. Um, and then, I'm trying to think, Waiting to Evacuate, Impaler, and Black Eyes we'll, were all written around the same time period. Um mm-hmm. like Impaler- earlier
2: this year, I would what, say. Right Impaler, year? Ethan sent that drum beat. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Impaler started mm-hmm.
4: with, Ethan was like, uh, yo, try and write something to this. Ethan's in Toronto, so a okay. lot of our songwriting happens. Digitally, right? <laughs> like Ethan will send an idea to us, or vice versa. And um I remember Max was over. That was like a Sunday, and I was just like, "Yo, Max, listen to this." Bam, 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 and you kind of liked it. Yeah,
3: that was like one of the first songs too. Where when we went, we like at that time Ethan was living in downtown Toronto, right near the rehearsal factory on the Front. Okay. And we nice. went into the room, and that was like one of the first oh, yeah. songs we ever kind of yeah. like pieced together in a room um like fully right. like w- with minimal ideas i think right. and like i remember we just kind of like took we were like we're getting ready for a gig i forget where mm-hmm. like the rock pile maybe and yeah, uh right. and we we just like we're like okay screw it, let's take two hours to try to figure this song out yeah. and then just kind of worked itself out and obviously over time yeah we added stuff and like on that Fine, yeah. on that track um there's synth too which we've wanted to do for a while somehow incorporate synth into the band and we're like well yeah it's like why don't we put it during the course? and then our producer Siegfried Meyer who did the who did the album um, he's like well here why don't we do this and we kind of built off of that built off of each other for that yeah
4: Impaler was great because it was definitely the most collaborative song that we had because we really did I remember piecing it together before Thanksgiving or during Thanksgiving weekend of 2017 I was in Ottawa I remember and the weekend prior, we we got to that rehearsal factory, went to that room, and we just we based it off of that drumbeat and that riff, and mm-hmm. it was uh, pretty much done. Whereas with Black Eyes,
2: how that was, one
4: that one was bit. What's that?
1: That one took a bit.
4: It took a bit, yeah. and it was a pretty premeditated oh, one, yeah. um, just because of like the geography of where everyone is. Like sometimes right. when we're writing, it's like super collaborative, and other times it's more piecemeal. Right. Um, but yeah. Incidentally impaler's
0: the one that everyone loves, it seems. Yeah. So it's a wicked off like the first listen, I was like, like that was like the one that was like my anchor point definitely yeah. for like the E P. It's yeah. just a wicked riff. Like it's hard not to like groove to it. Yeah, yeah. So, that was the goal. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely goal. I think I think
3: whenever we try to write a song We try to groove it. We we try to we like we're a riff oriented band, yeah. so having yeah. a riff and having it groove with a good drum beat and then adding like Sam's voc- vocals on top I think that's kind of like our goal when we write a song I know, like some of our songs we haven't recorded are a bit more proggy and now with some of the newer stuff we're writing we're starting to get into like odd time signatures and stuff Right. just to like change it up a bit but Definitely. I still think it's really based on like riff Riff writing, I think, yeah. is the main part and that mm-hmm. comes from like rage, rage, yeah. <laughs> probably is a huge. Influence it's just like that.
4: you can't resist those sorts of those like that, that bounce, yeah. That's oh, like yeah. you see Tom the Morello. It, like, yeah. I don't know if you remember that
3: Tom Morello guitar video from way back in the day where he's like showing his gear setup, and it's like, you know, I wrote this sleep down the fire riff, and I wrote on my acoustic guitar, and I could just imagine all these people jumping up and yeah, down yeah. in the crowd. And yeah, like, yeah. That's a good way to think of it, right? Like, because that's like a Awesome crowd atmosphere. I know Dave
4: Grohl had that same mentality when he wrote uh, Enough Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, when we play over in England, instead of beating the shit out of each other crowd-wise, the crowds just go boom, boom, boom. So he was like, I wrote that riff. Yeah. You know? And I think, yeah, we definitely take that approach. Gotta have I, I
0: like that. Like, way at the, I don't like generally get into mosh pits too much. And at that Cleopatra show, it was like kind of hard not to be. But it was, it was more that it was more people were like bouncing to mm. their like their riffs and shit as opposed to like yeah. beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, which is a way better. Like it feels better, better as like a community, as just like the audience mm-hmm. when yeah. people are doing that shit than trying to like you're worried about you have to like block yeah. your face and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's way better. That's definitely something that we're trying to like. Imp, like implement as well yeah for sure um, so what was like was there like a turning point that you guys found because i know say when i was talking to you at harmony lunch you're saying that you weren't really into your first ep like at this point or um, so, <laughs> <the> <laughs> i don't know if is, there's a story there or anything i think or if i things. think the story is
4: basically like i'm a pretty contrarian personality to, be, to begin with i don't want to do what like the people around me are doing like i feel like right. if my friends had it their way i'd be doing something like Tame Impala, right. or something, which I love, right. but, like, I just don't want to do that. And yeah. all four of us have really different tastes. Ethan's, like, a rapper. Right. Like, we're all, like, we're really all over the map. So when we did the first EP, we we had, we sort of consciously thought, you know what, let's, let's fucking try and do rap rock. Right. Like, we love Biscuit. Right. We love Rage. We know that those are very, like... I mean, B- 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 you <laughs> know, Biscuit especially gets a very bad rap yeah. because of Fred Durst and whatever else. Yeah. But, like, I grew up listening to Wes Borland's guitar, and that's he's one of my favorite guitar players. Right. And I think that that was sort of a common ground for us. And we just wanted to, like, experiment and be like, fuck it. If rap rock's not in anymore, we'll try and do it. Right. And we tried to do it, and it just, I don't know. I don't think the songs are poorly written or anything like that. It's just, those were literally the first five songs those are the first five songs I had ever written in my life. Like yeah. I had never, I don't yeah. know. I
3: mean, like I remember, I remember you saying we were at Brad's house one time, kind of like working out stuff. The one I think P- Brad's parents were gone. So we like condemned his house with band equipment, right? <laughs> uh, jammed it in his basement. Damn. I remember we were like thinking, we're like, Sam's like, I don't know how to write melodies yet. Like, cause I'm so new to this process. And like Sam said, he's only been playing guitar for X amount of years. And right. Not very long. And, uh, He's like, I, I don't really know how to approach the melody aspect. And I was like, well, why don't we just try rapping over it? You think it can rap. Yeah. And, uh, and so the first song we ever wrote was Fall to Earth off the first EP. And uh, the first verse is wicked actually wicked bass e- riff. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's when I was like, I need to write like, I need to write like. Uh, I think his name's Sam from Limp Bizkuits, the right. whole bass basslines. I was like, my yeah. goal at the time because <laughs> the basslines are rad. Um, and Ethan's like, he ra- He was on the first track of that, uh, the first verse of that track, and then Sam rapped the second half. And then Sam. No. That's no, that's not what that was that. condition. That's e- condition. I mixing up the songs, but yeah. So who rapped in Fall to Earth? Then you did I, the whole thing. I,
4: I did the whole thing. Ethan wrote the second verse. I wrote the first verse. And yeah like it's just i think the thing is i think there are a lot of bands who are very um like i think it's really important to sort of throw yourself out there and not be so sure of yourself and if you're embarrassed of what you've done in the past fuck it like like having the balls to go out and do it and just try something new and Like, I think that's super important. Like, I know a lot of musicians who write and write and they just, they won't put it out because they're like, it's not ready yet. Yeah. It's like that, uh, the Dewey Cox movie where he's (laughs) just like, he's got a fucking theremin going and like goats in the studio and he's like, it's not ready. Yeah. (laughs) It's not ready. It's like, no, fuck
2: that. Like. Is that like a Beach Boys
4: dig or what? Uh, I think it was like a Brian Wilson dig. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Wilson was all messed up on acid or something. (laughs) But like, I do think that like, if I make a mistake like, songwriting-wise, or if I write something that I'm not particularly proud of down the road, I'm, I'm not going to regret it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think that that's a huge part of building your confidence and building resilience to, sure. to criticism. You know sure. what I mean? I, I think, Definitely. I
3: think part of it, too, is that the way we've done this is that we've every time we've went into the studio, we've had those five songs for quite a long time already. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, with the new album, we've had those songs... For almost a year, like, some mm-hmm. of them up to a year before we went to the studio. And, mm-hmm. like, by the time you go in the studio, you already have, like, You're five or moving ten on, more. Yeah. So, uh, with the first EP, like, last night we played a gig, and it was a longer set because we had blind and we played two songs off the first EP. We played yep. No Excuses and Virus. And The Wire. Uh, and The Wire, yes, yeah, so we did play three. Um, the Wire was, like, kind of the, the one that everyone seemed to... Uh, yeah, I like that song. Everyone seemed to yeah. dig that song, because that was when we first started to get into, like, dabbling with, like, effects pedals and, like, right. going, like, spacey on the... On Brad's part over there. So, right. yeah, that's when I discovered the dotted eighth, and I was like, oh,
4: oh my God, you too. I was <laughs> like, the I like edge. that sound.
1: Let's do more of that. Someone told me that I reminded them of, of The Edge. Yeah. We were in Toronto. I'm like, yeah. They cool. just, like
2: A lot of people just see see people who play instruments and they're like, oh, you're like yeah. that yeah. dude that yeah. plays that instrument. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They like see
0: your pedal board and then the only yeah, guy. Like, oh, that you have a lot of pedals. You must edge. be like the edge. Yeah. 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 We did this show at the Bovine and uh, we like play and we like go outside to like cool off afterwards and come back in. There's just this like drunk middle-aged dude at the bar and he's like. Brings me in and like he just spends like ten minutes being like, you guys need to be signed, like you need to like get signed. And I was like, oh yeah, I, yeah you should like you know tell and the I'm guys like, <laughs> you that you know it's tell like, the guys to yeah, you yeah yeah <laughs> he's, like you just need to do it. And I was like, ah, yeah, it doesn't really work that way. But like, yeah. thanks. It's it's funny like what just like the the random guy will just say to you yeah. walk at like, the like, dialogue alone that yo this dude in the street in yeah. <laughs> and trauma <then sign laughs> yeah this hammered guy of bovine thinks <laughs> that you should probably sign us yeah. Like yeah, I just think that that's funny what people will say to you. Oh and man, so, like, yeah, that happens no all sense. the
4: time. Like, that's the thing is like last night after our show, we had like a lot of great um, comments, and everyone right. was really enthusiastic. But everyone's also half in the bag. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like everyone's in when you're when you are intoxicated to a certain degree, everything is really exciting. Everything is, you know, your expressions are really enthusiastic. Yeah, and I don't know. I think as a band, sometimes you have to. Kind of temper. But <laughs> <laughs> <Already laughs> <going>, uh, <laughs> Smash Bros Fuck, <has> <laughs> I love Smash Bros. But yeah, it's 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 hard, and it and it can be discouraging sometimes when if you think that like people are really sincere and saying like you guys are fucking great. Yeah, yeah and sometimes it is sincere and sometimes it's a little hyperbolic and sometimes yeah, it's just being drunk that's yeah what you know like, that's like, also like, what happens when you play in front of your friends
3: too right? yeah like, and they're gonna they're support being, you yeah, no matter yeah, what yeah, exactly they're coming out to support you but like you know they don't listen to your style of music so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a,
0: like the like, thing that like your mom likes you. and it's exactly. like, that's, Yeah, that's great. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> My that's, mom was there in but, full yeah. effect
2: last yeah. night. So yeah. Even yeah. his parents are waving every me single down. show. My yeah. dad
3: refuses to come to a show. My dad is a <laughs> stuck-up classical musician. So oh, he's he's like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm not coming out to the show, Max. You, maybe you're just noise. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> God, I'm this he all rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Except his own rock. That's true, Except
4: his own rock. His own rock is, you know, Steely Dan. Steely yeah, yeah, my dad plays really like Steely
3: Dan. Unless so, yours goes Steely Dan. You're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's really ridiculous. That's a high bar. Yeah. yeah they're good. <laughs> they
2: even have a high bar for them their own band. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. like switch out yeah, every every musicians every, every session.
3: Yeah. yeah so. Perfectionistic.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back to like the just like um, past accomplishments or whatever, I definitely uh, relate a little bit to that because we're writing new stuff and we're still promoting. Like, Mm. the EP that we just put out. So it's, like, every time I've been, like, here it is. But, like, the new shit's, like, really good. Like, Mm. don't worry about whatever's on here. Like, the new stuff's even better. And I can imagine
3: that's, like, with like even with, like, touring bands. You know what I mean? Like, these guys go out and they're writing music on the road and they're playing the old songs every night. And, like, Mm -hmm. especially, like, with bands that have a huge first album and then they maybe take a step back on their second album and all the fans only go to the first album but yet the band's really high on the new stuff. Definitely. definitely. So it's, well, it's just, man, how it I've, it's how, yeah, it's how I've it
1: seen is. Steel Panther four times <laughs> and, and I've seen them Why? Through, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> yeah. Brad is a fan of because Steel I, Panther. Because I think it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> and each time they've just played the original album every right. single time even mm. though they've had four albums.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's I think, crazy. I think
4: that's just sort of the mentality that you have as like an artist and as a, like when you're creating things it's like you're always going to you really can't get out of your head and be like and look at it with foresight and be like 10 years from now how good is this that i'm doing yeah. right now because you're so uh, you're so intimately involved in its creation at them you know what i mean so yeah. you can't you, you just can't be objective at all definitely like we feel the same way about our new stuff we're thinking like i don't know Like we played three new songs last night, right?
3: Yeah, three songs that we have. We played a bunch of songs that aren't recorded, but three new ones that we've written in probably the past
1: past two months.
3: Yeah, like we we nearly have
4: enough for a new EP. Right, and we're looking at these new songs compared to the other ones and. I think that that's just the reaction, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely. It's like, our new stuff is always going to be better. Which I think is like <laughs> good, too, like,
0: as long as you're not like exactly like chasing that first thing that you did, because mm. that's when it starts to like, yeah. get yeah, boring, not. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I thing, think,
2: sorry, I was just going to say, though, like, from our first album to now and looking to the future, too, like just from our sound, you could tell that like on our first album, there are like, definite you can hear like spaces you know what right. i mean in the songs and we're starting to fill those spaces in with like right just continuity yeah, and things right. like that and i think that that's still improving with our newer stuff oh, and and i think the biggest you know, thing right. on
3: the new ep the, on what you forgot is that when sam we had all these songs written and like we added a lot of parts before we went in the studio like lead lines right so like uh like Brad Brad will, Hang be honest. Brad will be honest he'll just be like man I'm kind of bored in this verse and we're like well, why, don't, why don't we try to figure out a lead line and yeah. and, uh, and that like we tried to almost have a lead line on almost every part yeah. in, in that Hang album wait.
1: that lead line written in the chorus was written like two weeks before two weeks before we went, in. Yeah. we went in we're like right. wow that's fucking sick And sure. so
3: basically like Sam and Brad will come up with a lead line and Brad will take it home and figure out what effects need to go on right. it and,
1: yeah. then, and then go from there <laughs> I'm not Jump no, I'm, the I'm more I'm not what effects need to go on I'm like Dude, I haven't used the vibe on anything, so. i <laughs> throw a
2: vibe on this. Yeah. <laughs> Which works.
0: Yeah. Which works, yeah. It works. Brad, in has, the new Brad has a plethora of. I options. Know, I saw his board. It's pretty wild. It's already I, been rebuilt since you last saw it. Re- yeah. I rebuilt it since then. <laughs> Just, yeah, Hayden's I got like a, that With his bass board. Yeah, oh, really? A boss ES8, yeah. so. Yeah. Brad's,
3: Brad's got the Terra 42 for those gearheads out there. Yeah. So <laughs> that's like the size of a. like a twin size <laughs> mattress, <laughs> pretty much.
1: Yeah, Sam couldn't even move last night. Yeah, <laughs> the board. He I had to, had to turn his board feet. like halfway
3: because uh, <laughs> Sam had like room to like even step back. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. That's
0: what it is. I uh, do. You guys know Jar? Only through you. Okay. I remember
3: when I when we were at the the show, uh, one of your bandmates told me uh, that you're like super into these local bands. Like, yeah. Ready the Prince is one of them. Yeah. And Bodhi jar yeah, Cleopatra. Yeah, and then I started watching some of these podcasts, and I saw you did them with jar Yeah, so I I only. I've only listened to a few of their songs, but, uh, I mean, I've heard about a bunch of them through here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Drew's like, Drew's like that too. Like his board's like another guitar and a half, like yeah. Yeah. that he yeah. carries around with him, and you can definitely like, hear it <clears throat> in the music too. Yeah, right? yeah. It's cool. I know there are yeah.
4: purists out there who sort of like look down on like. The effects. I think I'm the only person who watched it might get loud and actually liked The Edge more after I saw it. Right. (laughs) Like I'm the only guy that I know who said that, but it's because he sort of approaches. I was saying to Brad last night, he just approaches guitar. He doesn't. He doesn't look at it as a guitar.
1: He just looks at it as a sound maker. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Which is what I do. I like to make noise and make cool noise. Yeah. If if I got when I play a three thirty five, it feeds back like a son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. But I'm like. Okay, how can I mold this into something? Right. Yeah. Tasteful. That. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that there's okay. like a lot of like um, <laughs> there's
4: a lot of room for artistry when you have all those tools. It's not great, not definitely. necessarily that you need them. Yeah. But if you have them, like fucking use them and like, sure. see where you can go and try and make a guitar sound not like a guitar.
0: Definitely. You know, I, uh, our guitar player Nick, when I first actually up until maybe a year ago now he was like just guitar and like amp or whatever and like mm-hmm. did whatever he could with his tone through that and Hayden's like a huge gear head and we're like Nick like you gotta get into pedals you're gonna love it like you're gonna get obsessed gets, and he was finally like I know don't. I'm gonna get obsessed that's why <laughs> that's I'm right, not doing yeah. it and then he, he started getting in and all of a sudden he's got this like big board now yeah. and it's the same He's like oh, I missed out for so long because I like yeah he's a wicked guitar player but there was this whole other like universe that he didn't yes. want to dip his toe into yeah yeah I know if, that
3: like me and Brad, are if we like, talk about gear, you guys are That's, problem. Problem. <laughs> That's the thing is that <laughs> on the midnight. way, here, Sam, like we're not talking about <laughs> gear in this interview, and it's already this way. But I just want to say that, like, me and Brad are both in full time careers, right? So, like, we have a steady paycheck, and right. like, like, a lot of bands, you know, if they're touring and stuff, like, they're struggling yeah. for money, right? Depending, obviously, on the level, but yeah, uh, you know, like, we, we have like a paycheck every two weeks, yeah. it's like. Every pitch, Down like, the one, drain. What am I looking at? So, but yeah, that's just the. So we, we have it. So why not use it? Yeah, right? definitely,
0: definitely. Also,
3: I just like I to can't point stop. out that <laughs> is
4: so cool that Arctic Monkeys
0: Oh episode. yeah, where? Oh, that's right. Me and
3: Sam, are were huge Arctic Monkeys fans oh, in yeah. high school. Um, he still is. I'm not as much anymore. But, right. Um, but yeah, that was rad. I've been yeah, getting
2: enraptured was. by that one, too. That one's pretty Oh, sick. this, is, uh, this one and the Food
0: Fighters one are both glow-in-the-dark, too. Oh, wow. that's rad. That yeah. Yeah. Of yeah, one cool. That's cool. Yeah, sick. yeah. This was actually, like, a a three-piece. So, like, on this was the second leg of the tour for, uh, like, Clockwork. And right. they did oh, London, it Oshawa, and Montreal. So I think, like, all three posters make one big thing. That's incredible. Crazy. That, that
3: is, is sweet.
1: sweet.
0: Well, I was in, I, like, wasn't living here at the time. Oh, okay. yeah. This was, like, way back. And so that's just where we ended up was Oshawa. Oh, yeah. 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 I've seen them, like... That is sick. Well, I've seen them four times, which is, like, twice on that tour and then twice on the most we recent tour. We saw them sorry. once last year. Yeah, yeah. we saw them right once. Me time. and Brad saw Royal, Royal three Blood three times yeah. that year. Oh, really?
4: And that was the third show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was my first time seeing Royal Blood. They were yeah. pretty good. Yeah, so, well, they, were they, they were opened good. for both of the, both shows yeah. they did or whatever. Yeah,
0: so I saw them twice, too. We were, yeah, like... Re- we saw them, them at the Molson Amphitheater, too, and we were, uh... Oh, yeah. We were like like almost front row, basically. Oh, oh we, were we were in the back. There we was like a like, 400. Well, I got my brother to like buy tickets, and my brother's a pharmacist, and I was like working like cutting grass that day. So I was like, can you like handle the tickets or whatever? Like, get whatever. And then I like, I get the receipt, and I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. He's <was>, like, yeah. <laughs> floors? He's like, yeah, is that, no, is that okay? I have, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's totally dope. So, so sick, like, it's we so got it. so expensive. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So we got, I was like, fuck it. Like, this is my third time. <clears> oh, yeah. so got, I want to get like as close as possible this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then when we saw them in London, I got like, tickets further back at Bud Gardens. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't didn't really care at that point, but yeah. I just wanted to see bucks. them. Yeah. exactly. But uh, yeah, I got like as close as I could that that most They're so good. Like you can see them whenever cuz yeah. they don't play the same set. Like it's always like a little bit different. they are one of those bands that's like annoyingly good. Yeah. Like, Queens are
4: just Yeah. and Josh is just like He's I mean, perfect he's, vocally, man. It's uh, kind of yeah.
0: crazy
3: how good yeah. he is. Yeah. Sam mentioned to me one time you we were watching like a Queens video. He's like, "Have you ever noticed Josh never screws up like vocal? Like he he does, he's never no. flat. Like he's always perfect." And it's like, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, Muscle memory. And I remember at that yeah. show at that most nap show, we're like, "Do you think they'll play play Song for the Dead'?" And nah like, no, and then when they when they went into it Ethan's like oh my god we yeah. were like <laughs> in these like, tiny
2: it. little aisles yeah. and I was just like jumping <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So I thought I was going to break a like, shin or something I thought you were going to break my shin because you like, started jumping you're like
4: fuck man I <laughs> <laughs> started like shoving me and I'm just like fucking bouncing oh, such a that was what that was
3: our we saw two shows at the most lamp as a band the one Prophets. previously was Prophets of Rage oh, oh, were all some some rage. that was, that was, was so pretty rad like Tim Comerford's like probably my biggest influence right. on bass like rock wise yeah and like getting to see him rock out live is just like oh my god and right. like his tone oh my god so
2: oh my god his tone yeah that no, was rad that's Max awesome creamed. yeah I mean,
0: like Songs for the Dead is like the only song I can really close with And I think that's, like, that's a constant. And anytime I've seen them, that's what they're closed with. Yeah, they don't need Mark Lanigan for it, either. They can just... No, Josh still sounds great. It's crazy that, like, Josh didn't want to sing. Like, that's why he's, like, hardly on those first few records. Yeah. Well, he didn't sing in uh, Kaya's, did he? No, he just played guitar. I
4: I think that that's one of the strengths of, uh, especially... one after Rated R with that song's for the deaf, yeah. Like, because Alan Johannes is on yeah. a bunch, and Mark Nick Oliveri, man, Millionaire. That's yeah, that
3: song does take, I think, a bit of a hit without Nick, yeah. yeah. No, I you need definitely. Nick for that yeah. one, yeah.
4: No, you yeah. yeah. need awesome, yeah. yeah. Josh's crooning is, is yeah. <laughs> amazing, but not for that song, and
3: yeah. and Mike and Mikey's good at screaming, yeah. But yeah. I don't think he could withstand it for a full song like Nick yeah. could, Definitely, right? so,
0: yeah. Their current lineup, though, is like it's it's, one of the it's best, yeah. They're so good, they're so tight, yeah. They're real good. Yeah. Like their drummer,
3: Peter. Yeah, uh, he's he was from Mars Volta, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, but he man, he was tight, which
0: is unreal. I was talking to uh, the drummer from Bodie Jar. Those guys are like huge Mars Volta fans, and yeah. he was like, "Man, like John's great in Queens, but like Mars is like, wait, like waiting on mm-hmm. him, and like he's not gonna leave Queens because like." I'm sure Queens is a pretty good paycheck. Yeah, so, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're
3: to see the world too, yeah. right? And like, yeah. I think Mars is, I think, like, talking about doing a. I think so. Because I'm a big one already fan, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well,
4: I would be totally okay with Dave Grohl just going
0: back on the drums for i yeah, I'm okay, okay with that, that too. I mean, that would yeah. be insane. That would work very yeah. well for me. They've had a lot of good drummers, but Dave. Is... Well, like, especially like that, like the songs for the Death Record is like, it's got him all over it. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. good. Like, yeah. yeah, he did. He drummed for half of like Clockwork too. Yeah, he they're did a in few between songs. drummers, and I think like he's on like half of that. Yeah, they had three drummers in that album, I believe. Yeah, they did. They had the had Joey, and yeah. then uh, I think who was also great. Yeah, Joey was like, good. Fun. He was just in the band for that like weird time, like that lullabies and like Airborne Air Holger, which are still both great albums. They're just like lullabies always... is my favorite one. Man. I know. I like. I love lullabies both of them, but they they definitely get like lower on lists or whatever when yeah. you're looking. But yeah, they do. I think that's what's also great about Queens, though, is Queens, it's kind of like whatever yeah. you're feeling at the time is what record is. Better. Well,
4: if you think of like in the last 15 years like how I would I would say that rock and roll has sort of fallen out of favor with like it's not trendy definitely it's not trendy it's not like uh, like in the 70s I imagine you know you had these bands like Mm -hmm. Zeppelin and you know Boston and like rock was like the center of the popular music universe in some ways but during the 2000s it was kind of like you know there were the White Stripes and then they broke up Yeah, Blink-182 and then they broke up Yeah, and like the well,
2: Queen's rock on through, just dropped two. Yeah, yeah. after yeah. like fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. That's the thing, but like Queens
4: of the Stone Age and the Foo Fighters were basically during the two thousands like the only yeah persistent like output of yeah. rock music. Yeah. you know what I mean. And in that respect, I think that especially with Queens
0: with their style, because it's not yeah. it's not super palatable it's not like no. it's not Foo Fighters so no. it to be a long time to get You know what I mean? Queens. me too it, t- it took me a couple like runs at it and then when I finally like got it I was like oh like this is the best thing I've ever yeah. listened to like, <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> is it Dave, I
4: think Queens have been just carrying the torch for guitar music really. totally
0: that's what I actually that's what's so good about them is like I've never really met anybody that's just been like yeah Queens is okay like if people you either love them or you don't listen to it which yeah. is what I think if is good because if you're into guitar music you have to we yeah. saw
3: that at the show last night yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we 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 our last song on the first EP, No Excuses. Uh, we started like splicing in the first, the intro and the first verse for song from Song for the Dead. Okay, um, and and then goes into No Excuses, and like as soon as you start playing it, like you could tell the Queen's fans were staying, and everyone's like, I'm going. to the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, we uh, we jammed that like a month ago, just like cause like Nick will always tease it, and then cause like the drums are fucking wild, right? Yeah, and uh, so yeah. we just like went for it one night. And we did it, and we we're like, oh, that was fucking wild. And I was like, too bad we can like never really like do that though. Yeah. Like nobody would like we do Little Sister, and like you, people either like our Queens fans love it, but it's also like a palatable song. Yeah, yeah. it was a pretty mainstream song. Yeah, right? so like right. you so, can't just like I mean, you, we could do it, and who cares? But like. Like, that's it, why we only play, like, fun. a little bit. Yeah, of that, right? it'd be tough so. to, like, do it and then have people be like, what, I like, don't know what the fuck this is. It? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plant song. Yeah. 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 I wrote those drum parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Totally original. And there's not a lot of, like, vocal in it for me to, like, no. not be playing guitar and then yeah, and right. just, singing it. Like, yeah, it'd be strange. You gotta be but... do, doing something crazy yeah, up exactly, there. Yeah, exactly. That would be a lot of dancing. Yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Uh, do you guys have any, like either like great show stories or like maybe like awful mm-hmm. show stories like anything that was I have an awful story show we have, story we have right Matthew. off the bat I know exactly <laughs> which one it is. so
3: cover show. yeah so when we were a cover band I, it was actually the first show we played was it the first show we played fall to earth at too it was like we had just written our first uh. song I think it was the Christmas yeah. show at the Legion in Stratford. No, was, no, the, um, Was it not that one? Army Navy.
1: Or, Army, Navy. No, like, were we no, I'm it was talking, about, the I'm talking about Mr. Yeah, Brightside? No, about was at the Legion. Oh, yeah, no, but, So, we,
3: <laughs> we tried covering Mr. Brightside, and but everything, everything got turned around. Sam came <laughs> in with the vocals early, the lead line came in late. And then, oh. and then me and Ethan were like, dude, what the fuck is happening
1: right now? We're just pick it up And, and you know, we're like, you know what? We're just going to finish the song oh, all like, different yeah. times. No, there.
4: we've had some. Fuck, I can't play this. We've had some spectacular fun. Fuck ups but like again it's interesting i think it's because we're playing for so many people who aren't necessarily they're here they're there to see us not necessarily right. to yeah. hear the music and contemplate it and stuff right. there Take was we played we were playing champagne supernova mm, you and I really were in e-flat nice. standard and you were in e standard. that's
3: <laughs> <No>, the <laughs> entire song that's what happened and no you
1: guys tuned up and I just went straight into it is that what so it was, I was yeah, flat, yeah.
3: Oh, okay and, way around and when we covered break stuff that one time there's like two notes it goes bah, bah, yeah right Like yeah. for like the whole verses pretty much and the whole intro and the, <laughs> the second, second I note,
1: played that it the, was like fucking the, beer bottle yeah, <laughs> well, yeah that, that, that was, that was
3: crazy the <laughs> second note that went, those two notes I was playing the wrong note the entire way through. And, yeah because i like totally forgot what it was two notes forget what it is so that's okay. the thing
2: no one in that Nobody entire knows, venue yeah. would be in their no. right mind to be and, like that's not right and that's when we
3: were doing like 20 to 25 song sets oh, okay for a oh that was fucking brutal and it's like how do we like and we were playing like, planning, like probably hours. like four shows throughout the year in strafford and right. it's like how do we get these songs together the most because it's like some of them we don't like individually right yeah, yeah. so but you're just trying to do crowd pleasers trying yeah. to think
4: of any other ones. Like, since we've started doing original stuff and since our priority has been sort of propagating our stuff, right. it's like we've been we've been pretty good. Like, we haven't had any... Yeah,
3: not that I can think of. I mean, we played the Horseshoe Tavern in front of four people. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that front. happens. Yeah. And we played a killer set. I thought that went really well, actually, and the sound was Remember great. that
4: one fucking guy who's up front just like... Condescending oh they yeah, just no. Because like,
1: they were a country band before us. And he comes out from he's just us. doing this. Like and like, right. I will yeah, yeah. we started playing. The face with we have like a heart. song
3: called Head, and it's like it's actually one of the only songs I've written like instrumentally. It's and um, yeah, I no, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's not it, uh, <laughs> record. It's an unrecorded <laughs> song right now, but it's like I try to make it like as grungy as possible. Right. And so like the opening riff is like super like descending chromatic. Yeah. And. uh and as soon as we opened up with it, the one dude, the front was just like, "Oh my yeah. God. And I was just like, okay, I don't know if you're like being, yeah. upset being serious, but, and then he just walked out. So I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's tough. Those and ones are hard to deal ones. with. We played uh, the hideout, and to, hideout. Like, to like nobody. I've heard Where's that. that yeah. It was in Toronto. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that place. Dude, it was a, kind of a bummer because it's actually a really nice spot and it's like really cool looking and like nobody... Showed up. It's hard to book a show there though because they do. Uh, they're like. An, they're, op- they're open to like four or something. Oh wow! Oh, so man. they have a house band from like eleven thirty to like three, and they booked us from ten to eleven, uh, and then so we go and uh, the promoter's, like really nice, and it was like guaranteed money. Strange. So my girlfriend was back home at the time, which is in Toronto, so she came to like take photos and brought two of her friends, and the, the, those are the only people that were there, and like one of Nick's friends came. But, like, before we go on, like, one of the waitresses was like, oh, yeah, like, people don't show up till, like, 11, 11.30. I was Great. like, why are we why work? 10 to 11, Yeah, And they're like, yeah, you gotta play. So we play for, like, an hour, and our last two songs, people start, like, funneling in. We're done. We load out. <laughs> come back we- in to get paid, and it's just... Packed and like awesome. This is so like Great. worth our trip to Toronto. <laughs> yeah. like, hey man, it's like yeah. It's That's the covers. It's right? just thing. one of those like whatever.
3: We're in Toronto so much that it's like I don't like I'll play shows on Thursdays, Monday nights. It's just like yeah. I just want to play. Yeah, yeah. That's like for yeah. me, like playing music. Like if you're not playing live, then
0: no. And it was our first time in Toronto, and it was just like now whatever, now we can say we played here. Exactly. And like as soon as we were done, Hayden's like, I guess this is just like one of those grinded out shows. That was the, like yeah. Yeah. And now the it's a only, story now, like whatever. Yeah.
4: Toronto's the only city that we've actually
0: gotten into consistently. Like yeah. we've, we've been trying for there's years so to get into London and KW and stuff. Yeah. And London is a grind. It was yeah. it was tough for us to even get started one in One dude. And like, yeah, there's one guy, and he's a great dude, but yeah. everybody's trying to talk to him. I can so. imagine. Yeah. He's yeah. been shows here forever, man. Yeah, so if you're not from here and then there's like I've had other bands ask me. I've been like there's other places to play but like I don't know if it's totally worth your time to make the trip to like come over to get people to come out because even there's spots where like locals have a hard time getting people to come out just from like Mm -hmm. where they are or whatever and it's it sucks. for like, if you can get a runners gig, for the most part, it's gonna be a good show. Mm-hmm. But like, we did Fitzrays like a lot, which is like not even really a music venue. What's I mean, we that called? Yeah, was? it's called Fitzrays. It's like not even really a venue. Yeah, yeah. They just have like music there, but they they pay like really well. Yeah. So we lot. had like a first. We had we played a a Wednesday night which was just a random assortment of music. And, but the, the promoter loved us. Yeah. But it was funny because when we were doing that show, I was like, it was our third show. So I was like still working my banter and everything. And uh, I said something about it being our third show. So some of our friends were there and then there's two guys behind them who I guess were just like chirping us the whole time. It's like, oh, like thanks so much for coming. It's like our third show. And they're like, yeah, like, Obviously, it's your third show, <laughs> yeah. and then so like I didn't hear any of this till afterwards, and they told me, and it was just like every time I'd be like, "Couple more songs left," and they'd be like, "Jesus, like these guys aren't done yet." <laughs> come on. But like the promoter was like, "Loved you guys, like we want you to come back and get you on a Saturday. It's gonna be great." And then nice. my buddy like told me all that shit, and I was like, "Ah, it's like whatever." If the promoter hated yeah, us, I maybe would have been more concerned. But yeah. like, fuck those yeah. two dudes. Like, yeah.
4: that stuff can like get you though. Like for sure, like, if you let it.
2: Yeah, you, let you gotta it. like just shake that you just shit gotta off. Yeah.
4: like i'm like your shoulders they fuck off like i'm i'm pretty confident like i'm a pretty confident guy but i'm also like i'm always in my head like i know these guys know like i remember before we went in to record this album i was like kind of freaking out brad and i were just working on the lead parts and like this was the first album where we like i had no idea what we were going to sound like coming out of this right. album right I'm, I'm beyond pleased yeah um but i was like doubting myself so much i was like do we
2: really think these are the five <laughs> best songs we have? And these guys are like he's yes like, these are fucking good songs Sam, like, like uh, does it, what do, do you think we, it's gonna sound good i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, many songs for like a year like i'm sure it'll be
3: great and six sig was awesome to work with yeah um, sigfried meyer he's based at a he's that has a studio called beach road studios and he's like he's just like the coolest dude we were there for like five days and he has like a like a band house you live in it's oh, like nice. right near the beach yeah, awesome. and uh oh, and it was sweet. like we were just wake up get there for noon and then work until however late it needed to go like when we 10, first started tra- yeah when we tracked vocals the f- like I think it was the second or third day i think it was the third day sam did memoirs at like 11 at night oh no way yeah yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Because we <laughs> tracked my
1: guitar and then went right to vocals. Yeah, right?
3: yeah. So we went like, right to vocals, things like, let's I do was, it. I wasn't really anticipating it either. No, I, was, man, I was sort no. of
4: chilling at that point, having some beers. And yeah. Like, <laughs> you go they sing. was like, yeah. get in there. I was like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> duh. <okay." laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but it was awesome, man. Like, that was, yeah, that was like, speaking of like, experience of my life, that was like one of the funnest five days I've ever had. Yeah, right? yeah it was really And amazing. I've never been a fan of the studio because it's just like I prefer to play in front of people. Right. But, like, that was just awesome. You got to try to,
0: like, capture that energy that you can do on stage so yeah. it's going to be tough getting mm-hmm. that when you're I just, all individually
4: yeah I just it. couldn't believe like once I think the first the first like demo from that session that we heard was Hanging Weight and Sig played it for us in his studio and that I was rough just, mix, yeah. and as soon as I finished hearing that song I was like I immediately was like now I believe in this band a yeah, lot because sure. I was and I'm still very I'm I'm quite sure that we've put out a quality album. Definitely. Yeah. And but it's so crazy what a good quality recording, like a really good
0: quality mm-hmm. recording, can
4: do. Like it just mm-hmm. yeah, is nuts yeah. for sure. Night and day, man. I
0: remember the first, we brought our like first mix back from mm-hmm. uh, Dan Broadback, who did ours. He's a coordinator and like won of Juno and shit for like for mm-hmm. stuff. So we like all came in here. And I, like cranked it, and we're all just like, "Holy fuck! Like this is crazy! Like way better than the yeah. iPhone recordings we've been doing." At the <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah. and like the like song "Explain Me Away" I, was one that I had written before like coming to London or anything. So I had like a really shitty demo that I did in like GarageBand, and like some of the structure was different. Yeah. So like listening to that forever, where like at the time I was like, "Sorry, it's not bad." Like, That's like all of our okay. Stuff. Yeah, you start <laughs> out there and you just like yeah, yeah. don't understand. Yeah, like what's good and what's yeah. not doesn't sound good exactly mm-hmm. it's yeah. just
4: that's when i get in my head so yeah. i'm just like i just don't know what to say are you tough
0: on yourself with vocals or yeah, you like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really hard <laughs> on myself with
4: like i never like i didn't You're never played, satisfied. i never played guitar in high school i don't know right. chords mm-hmm. i can write i have a really good ear and i'm confident of that but right. like i don't i don't have any sort of like musical expertise that i can sort of use as uh you know to say like I know this is good because of X. Right. The only thing that I have to work with is my ear, and these dudes just like help me. Right. <laughs> so it's like I don't know that I'm very hard on myself. <laughs> I'm very very hard on myself.
3: I'm also hard on Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Max, is, Max
4: is my Max is basically like my brother. He and I have been friends since we were like twelve. Right.
0: Um. And if Max doesn't like something I'm doing, he'll say, that's shit. He'll let him know. Honestly, though, I think that's that's good. <laughs> it though. is. Yeah. But, like, vocally, I started taking lessons in the summer, which, like, it was just never something that I planned on doing. Yeah. And we've been demoing stuff, and, like, Drake has been in here, and he's been he's really good with, like, producing and shit, and he'll, like, tell me what, what he actually thinks, and he'll help me with, like, notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was at, like, a weird point where my knowledge of, like, where I can be singing and where stuff should be yeah. is a little bit ahead of, like basically, like, where I can go, like, cause mm-hmm. I'm still working on, like, mm-hmm. that was new parts TV. of my voice. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck, like, now I, like, totally know where everything needs to yeah. be, and I'm struggling on, like, making it happen. Mm-hmm. But if you have people there, they're like, oh, it's fine, yeah, it sounds good. Our yeah. first album was with our friend Zach was vocally, it was just nightmarish. Right.
4: I, I'd come up with all these vocal melodies. I write most of my vocal melodies, like, on a guitar. Like, okay. I'll just sit there and I'll just start plucking away and humming right. and then adding words. Right and I come up with all these melodies, and by the time it was time to record them with Zach, I was just like, I couldn't sing them. Like right. they were just out of my range, we and in, I didn't realize yeah. that until until you're singing like with full tonality and mm-hmm. full yeah. volume. Yeah. that's when you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's when you you're very uh, aware of your limitations. Definitely, that was yeah.
3: also when we decided. Uh, like, right after we were done recording the first DP, we were like, let's drop everything down a half step. Yeah. Right. So we started playing E flat and drop C sharp rather than E standard and drop D. And that immediately helped Sam with, like, a bunch of songs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, off the first album especially. Like, was The Wire a The Wire before?
4: was a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah.
3: And we dropped it down. It's made it a lot easier. So. Yeah.
4: And it's... That's been a long process. I've really, like... Like, I'm learning how to do this as we go. And right. And that, that was one of the moments where I was like it's i i just hadn't anticipated that that was a process i'd have to go through yeah. where you know it's not as simple as coming up with a melody yes yeah. you have to come up with a melody that's within your means to yeah. sing and then you have to make sure that you can do that consistently over the course
0: of shows definitely and within the studio as well for sure because it's not the same as like playing a guitar Where like no. i mean playing guitar is not easy but like the notes yeah. are there you know if you played an mm-hmm. a or not where like yeah. when you're vocal like singing it's Oh, you have to, it's all feeling, basically, and, like, knowing if you're there or not. And the confidence to do it, too. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a problem for for a while. Same, yeah, same for me. Like, yeah, confidence is so important, especially with singing, definitely. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, uh, so, like, what are some, like, local bands? I use that term, like, loosely, but, like, bands that aren't, like, signed or anything that you guys want to, excuse me, you guys want to do some shows with? John's band, right? Jonathan's. John's band? From
3: Jonathan Woodstock? From. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, my buddy from work has just started a new original project and it's uh, right and it's it's rad because like me and Sam and like Brad to a certain extent have really started getting like the modern grunge movement right. that actually happened like five or six years ago, but, but I just wasn't <laughs> listening to music during that time. Um, so, uh,
2: like... I was in a hole. Well, yeah, I wasn't yeah. listening to music. That's a whole, that's a whole other story. i okay. but <laughs> in a dark place. Um,
3: so... <laughs> like my, my friend Jonathan's band from Woodstock they uh, like I went to go see their very first show at this place called uh, Riffs and uh, like they they said they've been rehearsing, he said he'd been rehearsing with them for like seven months but they hadn't played the show and oh, they okay. played the show and I was like dude that was what's
4: Wait. the band's name?
3: Uh, (laughs) I'm so bad with names I was a financial advisor So when people tell me names It's just like Uh, You're even better
2: with numbers though, right? uh, What was their flow? They're called Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I remember I remember
3: They're called Unknown World Um, And they're like brand new Um, Like literally have one show under their belt And it's like As soon as I heard them I was like We need to get them On one of our lineups for sure Um, They're And
4: controversial sharks From Waterloo and Travesty From London Who we played with last night
1: both. Sharks. We played like the Sharks. Yeah, and we well, played with the
3: Sharks now three shows. Uh, one, two in Stratford and one in Toronto at okay. uh, yeah. Smiling Booty. Spiny. And, and I used
4: to I used to go to Laurier for my undergraduate degree. And uh, I think, I know Jeff is from Laurier. Mm-hmm. And I would always see this, like, this weird little dude with his beard and <laughs> super loud and gregarious. And yeah. he's always in the coffee shops talking and talking about music. And I never knew who he was. Right. this is like 2016. And then... Um, I think we heard about the Sharks for the first time last year, no, uh, two no years a, few ago? Years, a
3: few years ago. We met him in Long McQuaid because he were yeah. in Long McQuaid right, right. and uh, we were just jamming. I was jamming on a Gretsch and like I had it like super like down tuned and like playing like metal style guitar yeah. and uh, he walks in, he's like, dude, how are you playing that on that Gretsch right now? Um, <laughs> and then we, I ended up talking to him, I was like, hey, are you Jeff? And like mutual friends and whatnot. Yeah. His band is really cool because he plays fiddle. Oh, okay. No, and he he doubles on fiddle and guitar, and like having a fiddle in like a rock band, yeah, is really. He puts unique. his fiddle
4: through like a fucking like Memory Man, and it just like, like a guitar with yeah, distortion yeah. and stuff. That's it's so rad, cool. man. Oh, that's crazy. And it man. kind of sets them apart, right? Yeah, like totally. they like yeah. it's such a unique
3: sound, and they're both amazing vocalists. Yeah, uh, him and John, so the bassist. Yeah. it's just like we were like I saw him last night. I was like, dude, like I didn't think you guys could get better, but you got better at yeah. singing. Like it yeah. was, it was. Awesome, That's they're, really very cool. Cool. they're very cool. They're wicked, they were tough to follow last night. <laughs> I'm trying to think. This shark just it down on
0: the kid. Who else have we played? I know.
4: See, we played like Lee's Palace when we played there a few weeks ago. Uh, Sex Beat, that band Sexby was, was rad super band. cool. Yeah,
0: they
3: were they were like, I don't even know. How you, you said they sound like pissed jeans.
4: Yeah, they sound like pissed jeans. And I was like, <laughs> I went up to the dude, I was like, You guys sound like pissed jeans. Pretty sure he was stone. He's like, Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what it's a compliment, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. um, well, mystics? mystics, mystics, they're, they're very, they were and cool. they're super nice dudes, yeah. Um, they were cool and very body furry.
2: Dull. huh? Very furry, very yeah, furry. Guitar, <laughs> he's right, re- the guitar
3: player is wearing like a thick, like a mink fur yeah. a vest, oh, With no shirt, <laughs> it's pretty badass, it was crazy, I mean, and they're kind of like classic. I don't want to say classic rock, but they're like on the psychedelic, like yeah. Doors slash, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, like that kind of element, but like with ripping mm-hmm. guitar solos, and all of them were amazing. Okay. They have like an organ and stuff in the band. Right. Was, like yeah. we get we've got paired with some weird bands in Toronto because they just like compile shows, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's like, right. but like they were impressive, and their yeah. vocalist was damn good. Yeah,
1: what was, what was the first band we played these Palace with? Hound School. Hound School. They were. They were maybe like intense, Viking metal, man. but oh. they were like shredding They just shredded uh, yeah, bass players are like, like going like this and sing, playing, and I'm like,
3: like Arif from yeah. dude what the, the, the fuck hero? is going on yeah, yeah. bass <laughs> players playing like Era yeah. from Process the Hero and singing all the parts and I'm like dude how are you even doing this you know? <laughs> not but, even uh, looking. he's just yeah he's a the,
4: um, the inclines oh. that band that we played with at Harmony Lounge those guys tight, are fucking tight yeah those guys are fucking tight and we were talking to them afterwards they was really friendly after this I was like yo man
3: you sound like these kids were Crowns I don't know if anyone remembers that band like the early 2010s like they were a Pop rock band. Yeah. I was like, man, you guys got this shit together. They
4: were, they were ex- like, I was, I like when we played that Harmony show, I really had no idea what to expect. It was our first yeah. show in Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um obviously, you guys are amazing. Oh, thanks. And when the inclines went up, I had no idea what to expect. And yeah, it, it was like this, you know, pop punk. It's kind of, of like cal- a weird lineup that way. Yeah. They were tight, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. They were very, very cool. Yeah. They were very yeah. well rehearsed. I like those. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think I actually saw, um, at that Dirty Nail show, um, I think the gu- guitar player was there. Yeah, he Which was. Yeah, he, was, was, he was, was, I think, so what happened was we came in later, like, after they started, okay. and, uh, I think I saw you, but, like, the band was already on, so I was, like, I, like, had you, and I was, like, I'll talk to him afterwards. Yeah. And then you guys, like, moved. And I totally lost you. we were, like, leaving right away. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I totally missed him. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, there's no point in me going up now and when we can't hear anything and being like, hey, man, what's up? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, like, t- you were, like, I was, like, at the back and you were, like, over the here. The front left. Yeah. yeah the and front and, left and, on, like, speaker. Me and Brad yeah. were there. So. Yeah. We're was, like, exactly you yeah, oh my right? God. <laughs> 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 and then I, like, totally fucked it up afterwards. Oh. I felt bad. I meant to message you and I didn't. Because we were, uh, Jamie works there. So we were like, she was like, I could probably get you in for free. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. And so we went later. It was funny. We, we got there and uh, she like messaged Edie to see if we could get in. So it was a sold out show, right? Yeah. So it was like, I brought money just in case or whatever. So we get there and Edie's outside like smoking and, and Jamie's like, uh, Hey, like you never answered me. And he's like, Oh, what's up? And she's like, I want to like get Caleb and Josh in. And like Edie doesn't really know Josh, but he knows me. And he was like, no, like you only have like one guy. in. And she's like, Oh, like, come on. Like what's, what's the big deal? And he was like, <laughs> clearly stressed because this is a huge show and I was like it's not a big deal like I'll pay and he's like no it's all good like come in and then he like opens the door and puts his hand out like this so like I assumed he wanted me to like pay him so I was like (laughs) in between like and he's like I want to shake your hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, true. It's a weird shake. weird shake. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Where too. was yeah. that show again? Run, run, that run, was a rad run, show. It, right. was oh, it was good. Fuck. It was good, yeah.
3: Man, like Luke's, I went up to Luke after. I was like, dude, your vocals are like, dude, vocals are like next level awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was like
0: never a huge Dirty No fan until like shortly before they put out this new EP or new album and like yeah like the new one i definitely like the newest one the most out of yeah, like mm-hmm. all of their stuff but yeah i'm like a huge fan now
3: i think like last this time last year um none of us really were into local music i think because we all had our big, really big bands of those yeah. too yeah and then i i caught up with one of my buddies who i was in a band with Emmett o'reilly and he plays in a band called pew pew, pew from yeah. toronto <laughs> and they are on the same <laughs> la- they're on the, they were at the time on the same label as pop okay um and they were really, they showed a jam space with them, and then through okay. that, I remember I watched their like audio tree session. Okay. I was like, look, there's them there's my bass. Yeah. And there's my bass. Yeah. I, like, I, I, <laughs> I sold them. I sold them my bass <laughs> way back in the day, and then like off the side, I saw like Dirty Nil, and I. Saw that the, all three of those bands played a show at, like, the Danforth. Yeah. And then I watched the Dirty Nil session. It was, it was, like, a Sunday morning. And I was yeah. like, dude, this is rad. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: You sent Zombie-Eyed over, and I'm like,
3: Yeah, Brad. Fuck? Brad became obsessed. He's I, a huge uh, Dirty Nil <laughs> fan. 2018
1: was, like, I listened. The first half of the year was Dirty Nil, Arcane Roots. Like, just swap. Yeah. Just swap swap. yeah. <laughs> Play this album full, next album full. Yeah,
3: yeah. And I think like since then, like we've all started like taking interest in like the local, like at least Ontario bands. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like um, a
1: couple weeks ago, when, like when when I heard we were doing the podcast thing, yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm gonna check out some of your stuff. I um, yeah. listened to Ready the Prince and yeah. Cleopatra. I'm like, fuck. Those yeah, are yeah, sick. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good.
0: Which is probably a good time to plug because <laughs> uh, this will be out right after it's announced. Is uh, Plants and Lost Arts and Ready the Prince are playing a house show in London. So, all you MIA kids come after that? It's gonna be fucking unreal. I'll be fine, It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be wicked. Yeah, ready? the Prince is, like, fucking the best. And those guys are, like, genuinely some of the nicest dudes I've ever met. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's always good
3: when you, like, meet a... Band that's bigger than your <laughs> band, and yeah, that they're yeah. not like assholes. Totally, yeah. I was so because ne- like that they play a
0: release man. show, and I was so nervous to reach there out to them. There are people out there. Yeah. yeah, I like I disguised it as like asking them to do the podcast because like i I'm really like have a hard time asking people to play shows with them because then you have to like sell your band. But with mm. this, it's like you want to come and like talk to you about yourself for an hour. Like Crownlands did it, and then people are like, "Yeah, fuck it, okay." Yeah. So I like I was like, don't know how often you come to London, but like you know next time you come do the podcast and like, Steve was like yeah maybe we've, we'd love to do that thanks so much Like we have a really hard time getting in London though and I was like Really? Because oh. we got one more spot open for a oh, release show. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and they were like, "Oh, fuck yeah, we'd love to do that." And I was like, "Yeah, I was at the, the main thing. hall too, right?" Yeah, that's, it was. It was supposed to be Run Runners. We got lucky with construction, but yeah. Dude, that's like it's fucking so. Sick. The it's so main sick. hall
3: has been like my goal in life for the past. <laughs> <years>. <laughs> I saw so many bands. Remember when like the main hall was like how it was completely different structure. Yeah, the main yeah. hall was upstairs like, through the back doors, yeah. I saw so many metalcore shows through there, and I was like, dude, I <laughs> Blind have Blind Witness. Blind well, Witness, like, four times. Ah, yeah, and, um, they were intense. They were terrifying. I saw, like, uh first- <laughs> of so Nice. Like, I think I was the- at that protest show, too. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I was just like, <laughs> man, this is, like, the best sound I've ever heard, and, like, yeah, I want to play good. that stage. And then, once we went and saw Matt Good last year, that was, like, my first time seeing, like, the new venue, and I was right. like, holy oh, shit, dude, yes. this is better. Yeah. 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 It
0: was crazy because uh, a week before... Edie told me that they were moving it. We saw Frank Turner there, which is like Mm. one of my favorite artists of all time. Oh, yeah, I saw
1: him in Hamilton.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's unreal. And uh, it was just like even crazier to be like, whoa, like, because we actually did one song on there. Because in MIA, there's a charity concert every year, but you do like a creative cover of a Canadian song. And my year was the first year they moved it to Music Hall. So everybody was like, oh, we could, like, we get to play this stage or whatever. So we did like a cover of Old Man and it was like fun or whatever. And then, so we're like, oh, whatever, play the only time we'll play Music Hall. That was really fun. We were up there for five minutes or whatever. And then Edie's like, we're moving it. And I was like, fuck, Share the Land, this is way better. <laughs> we to like a 45 on here. But it was just, it was really cool to like see an idol of yours and then like the next week be like, whoa, we're doing the same that's, thing. That's like,
3: yeah. uh, like the first concert I ever went to in my life, I saw Black Lungs, which was, okay. I was Wade What well, yeah, Sam was there. It was Wade was McNeil's there. band from Lights yep. on Fire and actually Steele played bass on that show. And I remember I saw them, it was at the lounge downstairs in okay. the old venue. And like three weeks later, my very first band I was ever in we played the lounge. Yeah. And it was, it was like, dude, this is wicked. It's so cool. Yeah. Like, whoa,
0: even, even like, Rum Runners, like, Thirty Nails played there and then like, but we played there. And Man, I saw so Architects cool. there. Yeah. Like, they're like, a huge band. Yeah, it's crazy like, what, like, Edie can pull through there and stuff and, yeah. and then be, to be able to share the stage and stuff. Even with like, Call the Office, like, Queens has played called The Office and like Radiohead radio has played, like, played called there, there. there yeah really yeah was that. unreal. that's crazy and like we got we got put on a bill there when, and it was kind of like a whatever bill and we were just it was like a whatever show for us and it was like one of our best shows and I was like I don't know if it was like the venue or whatever mm-hmm. but like, it felt so cool to just like play up there like the dirtiest place of all mm. time. Yeah, and so the the most rock and roll I'm trying to imagine rock and roll, yeah. Okay, yeah. So rock
2: and roll dust. And- yeah, exactly. Dude, it was
0: it was like March, and there's like no heating or air conditioning oh, in that place. Okay. And then I had like, They had four space heaters like going full <laughs> board and it was still Christ. freezing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty wild. But, uh, yeah, like, imagining a radio head there. But, like, imagining a radio head York. now. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah, imagine, like, Queens playing there yeah. now with, like, their, like, synths and, yeah. like, three guitarists. Oh, I imagine yeah. that would have been, like
3: first generation there'd equations. be
0: people like on the yeah. floor Dean Fertitta would have, be on dude. the floor yeah for <laughs> sure is yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> where you floor. know your hierarchy in the band yeah. that's where you know where you are or Josh would just be on the stage by himself and the other DJ yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, no that's a great place though it's like, really good with some yeah it's stuff. a lot of fun so I pop there uh once upon just, a time, dude.
3: I want to see them so badly. Oh, so you though, see I them. I haven't seen them
0: yet. It was crazy. Except Call the Office has that. Have you ever been like to the venue? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know that. Oh, by, right, right, by right. you were telling So you know that like pillar that's just there. In right? the of, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I couldn't see. Uh, I couldn't see Sebastian like the whole time. I was like, I was like, where is he? Where is he? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, how about uh, like big bands that you guys want to open for? Anybody track. in the world, dream dream lineup.
3: I feel like I don't know who Sam's gonna say. Who? Perfect Circle. Well, no, a Perfect
4: Circle is like that was one of the bands that I sort of reached back to my childhood, and because I was when we started this band, like I mentioned it earlier, we're all into such different stuff, so we're trying to find common ground. And a Perfect Circle specifically has that heaviness and it's visceral and it's right. really, melodic and it's melodic and yeah. that and I was like, yeah. that's the kind of heavy band I want to be in. For sure. Um. I don't know. I always wondered if Biffy Clyro. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like, I would love to <laughs> nice. open for Biffy Clyro. That
2: could be That could be cool. That yeah. Would be yeah. yeah open, oh, open
4: for
3: them in, like, England where they get, like, yeah. yeah.
4: And those guys, like, people. those guys <laughs> are one of the most, like, that's one of the most impressive bands I've ever seen. Like, I, I've only seen them on YouTube. But, right. Like, you look at their <laughs> performance, you look at there's three of them, and they just do so much. And you can just tell that those dudes take it so fucking seriously. Right, yeah. And if we were ever in a position to, like, actually do this for a living, I would look to a band like that and be like, this is how you do it. Right. You know what I mean? They're all singing. Yeah. They're all in tune all the time. Yeah. They're fucking, like, they're just so, they're so good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a band I, I really look up to, and I'm like, those guys are, like, those He'd guys are pros. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: That'd be wicked. Yeah. I know sure. who I'm going to pick. Who is it Max going to do a quick uh, quick reveal? <laughs> failure. 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 <laughs> um, me and Sam, like, He was expecting
2: yeah. the question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me, me and Sam, me and Sam really
3: got into failure right after we were in the studio with Sig. Because yeah. um, he had mentioned, Now like, I'm into them. Yeah, now, now uh, Brad's into them as well. And like, Fantastic Planet has become like one of my favorite albums it's been on like a loop every day at work awesome so, yeah. Um, yeah big into failure for sure oh you would be sick to
1: smashing pumpkins would be sick oh
3: uh, yeah that'd be yeah. cool I watched a video of them Especially playing with their
2: having released their shit yeah, yeah. man their yeah, new stuff is tight yeah. too yeah it's yeah.
4: good Man, those guys do marathon shows. They're I in know. their like fucking fifties. And like know. I there's like a video yeah. of that shiny and it was so bright tour on YouTube. It's three hours long. Yeah. Wow. And Billy's up there with his little beer gut and yeah. he's just going. <laughs> like shredding <laughs> for like three hours. I'm like, dude, how do you do that? Yeah. We played
3: for like an hour and fifteen minutes last night. I like slept like a baby. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, fucking <laughs> gassed. yeah.
2: What about you? What you wanna who do you wanna open for? So many people. So many. Yeah. Bands. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck. It's a obvious, long list. Yeah, like even just listening to bands that kind of emulate our own style and that we would match up really well with. Like yeah. I think someone like um Deftones. Okay. Or That'd be uh cool. Oh, would fucking die. That'd be a crazy. Super show, heaven, yeah.
3: like super yeah, super heaven. Uh, well, they're not yeah. banned anymore, but oh, they're not. No, they 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 were done in 2016, but like we recently got into them. Yeah, I was yeah. I was uh, listening yeah, to them. Yeah, you, you never know.
2: They could come back. In and yeah. like They need a uh, quick open. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that, Those two are, super heaven albums are so fucking. Good. Yeah, they they're only made two. So good.
3: Found it found it through them through like Run for Cover Records, which did okay. like all that grunge revival with like Basement and right. and all yeah. those guys, and like Super Heaven just stuck out to me. I was like heavy guitars, yeah. good melodies. melodies, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> starting to finish was uh, uh, <laughs> got <laughs> Well,
1: I think common ground for all of us too would be Incubus. Incubus, yeah, uh, that was a big cool.
3: first in- influence for yeah. all of us. I think yeah. that was where we were all kind of first That's on the where, same we're page. All, yeah. right on. And like Incubus. I would love to, cut, like, open for Incubus back in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, they had, when they had, what was his name? Uh, Basis The old yeah, bassist. Right. But I still like Ben Kenney. Like, their fucking new, new stuff's still dope. Right on. Yeah.
4: And they're still killing it. Mike Einziger is just... He's, like, when I started playing guitar, and, like, I'm still working on, like, my capabilities, but when I think of, like, a really good guitar player who I'd love to be able to play, like, it would be Mike Einziger from uh, Right on. From Incubus. Because he's... It's like we were saying earlier. He's, like, one of those guys who takes effects pedals and makes the guitar yeah. more than a guitar. Right.
0: You know what I mean? And he's just, yeah. Wicked. So good. Sweet. Sweet. So is there anything else that I like didn't bring up that you guys want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Talk about the new EP a lot. What well, you forgot on all streaming services. <laughs> yep. Go Check it out. Yeah. A good way. <laughs> go, to a, go to a show, buy <laughs> a CD. Yeah, uh, lyric
2: video. We yeah. Yeah. That was stuff. wicked.
0: New lyric video. From Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Man, lyric videos are, uh, it's funny, man, because, like, some people phone them in and, like, because, like, lyric video, like, it's not, like, a real video, but it's, yeah. like, it's content. Yeah. But like, but, like, put the effort into it. Like, I get kind of mad when people just are, like, here's a lyric video and mm-hmm. it's just, like, they type the lyrics on the mm-hmm. screen and, like, nothing yeah. happens. It's, like, yeah. Be, like, a little bit more creative. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely went all out <laughs> yeah. on that, I think.
3: Um, Ethan got a contact with a company from Toronto. Yeah, yeah they Valor did a Media. great job. Valor Media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing that and another... <laughs> video for an upcoming song that I don't know if we should mention and then possibly It's on the EP not It's on the EP It's one of four songs yeah. Um, yeah, you, you have to guess um,
0: And then The anticipation pos- is yeah. real yeah. And then
3: hopefully <laughs> a music, music video be. like down
1: I think that's just what's to come Yeah, I think
3: that's the big plan for 2019 is to try to get as much content out there because yeah. That's what we're lacking Yeah, I think It's
0: tough and then it's like one of those things like as soon as you start like you gotta Keep it up! Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not cheap. <laughs> no, not at all. That's the other thing that's with, like, lyrics. I, like, the one lyric video we have, I, like, did it myself. I, think I was, like, pretty proud of it. But, like, it was just that of, like, okay, well, like, I can do this for free, basically. And mm-hmm. like, I know my way a little bit around, like, video editing software. Because, yeah, like, you're dropping, like, a ton of money yeah, on, on music videos. It's just, like, it's frustrating. Like, I understand why
4: image is so important. Like, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like, part of the reason I loved... Blink-182 was because of the color of that Stratocaster and because of the Dickie shorts and all that crazy shit. But it's like, it's frustrating like now that we're in, we're trying to, you know, propagate our stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's frustrating that image seems to be such a a massive factor, but clearly it is. It's such a...
0: And you have to somehow do it without thinking. Like it has to come has across to like you had, yeah, like you didn't plan on. Yeah. it, it so like
3: uh, it's not like uh, Arctic Monkeys uh, when Alex went full, uh, full like slick back hair, leather jacket, yeah, he was playing, which was like you look at him in the first album. and It's like he said. He was gonna do everything but that, yeah, yeah. to fit into the American market. It, oh, it worked irony. immediately, yeah. right? So,
0: and then you, but then you get the luxury of like being the Arctic Monkeys. With they take all that time off, they come back. It's not even close to what anybody was expecting. And, yeah, but like he gets the luxury of just being like, now he's got a beard, and people are like, "Whoa!" Like, piano. he's all mysterious and yeah. shit. We're like <laughs> you can't do that as a new band. No, like no, you right. have to be like really, I do think, context. yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> I do think he's Alex Turner. I think is like the best all around songwriter of this generation though I guess. For sure. So I would, he's I would agree he's with that. like and his ability to traverse styles and genres is just like I think can't a, really touch them.
3: I'm gonna make a comparison, it's probably not the best Thing to say, but I think I when I see them and then think of how they've progressed, I think of them almost as like a modern day Beatles. Okay. And how different each album is. Right. Well, I guess the first, to second isn't that different, but then when no. they came up with Humbug, we were like, "What?" Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fucking badass. Yeah. Dude, I love that
0: album, and it it's gets so good. it gets such so shit on so much. I like it. It's man. so good. <laughs> I like it more <laughs> so than so Sucker and See. Also, like Josh Homme produced it, which yep. like I think yeah. probably has like a bit of like bias on me, but yeah. still, I think it's great. Yeah, that's a good it's, album. Yeah.
4: But like, yeah, that's like. I don't know. They, I look at them and they, they just figured it out. Like they, totally. they broke the internet when that first album came out yeah. in two thousand six, and then they, they were just off to the fucking races, and you know.
3: And to make it in America, they came out with uh, AM, 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 and that just blew up in America. What right?
0: I also found was funny, though, is there'd be people that like got into AM, like early Monkeys, because of AM, and like I like because that came out when I was in grade 12, yeah, eleven or twelve. And so, like, I was kind of just, like, snobbier than I should have been with music, because, like, I come from a small town, so I was just, like, the music guy for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, girls would be like, yeah, like, I like that, like, new album. I'd be like, oh, really? Like, what, else, what else do you like? And they'd be like, oh, and the first one. And they'd be like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I just always thought that was weird, because I couldn't imagine, like, if you're into AM, as, like, a passive listener, mm-hmm. to also, like, really dig the first album mm-hmm. as well yeah it's, I just that was just like a theme that i've like found when with people being arctic monkeys fans. they un- they they have
4: like they unlocked like the way to do it like they have that indie cred yeah you know they have the critics love them totally and then yeah. they're just like hey want to see something cool we're gonna go just destroy the american market and yeah. be like one of the biggest pop acts totally. of the year and they did this. It. just and like
3: they followed up five years later with oh we're gonna sound like david bowie yeah, yeah. and then
4: yeah, they're like they're oh guess like, what like, Fuck that. No guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like
0: just. Yeah. It would have been like any, like any kind of consultant would have been like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that would be the last word. thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. I mean, are they still on that indie label too? The one that they've don't been knows? on for forever? Yeah. Don't I don't know because they, like, cause yeah, they yeah. were like that I mean that's obviously a big deal too if you're this on a major label I imagine they'd be like don't do that yeah. no they've yeah. been on
0: Domino Records with France Ferdinand for like fucking fifteen yeah. years the they, sure. they would have no need at this point to sign with the major no, no. It'd be stupid. headlining fucking Glastonbury <laughs> yeah. twice yeah there'd be no need or to laughing. do that yeah. 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 yeah absolutely well cool guys we should probably shut it down just in interest of people listening yes. I just, yeah. <laughs> try to keep like it dinner. on an now. So, so, no, I also don't want to like stifle the conversation or anything, but I think we hit everything. I think we did. Cool. We're on to everything. Sweet. Well, thanks. Go check out Plants. Thanks for doing this. This is a blast. Thanks. Thanks for having <laughs> us, Caleb. Sweet. Yeah, man. thanks, man. All right, cool. Hope you enjoyed uh, episode number 35 of We Should Jam sometime. Uh, every other week now, I think, is what the plan is going to be. And, uh, and yeah, now the next episode is going to be a band from London uh, called Junko Daydream. And they're really nice guys. Just recorded that this past weekend. Uh And I think that's going to be out also with London Reverb. So, yeah, we did one episode with London Reverb so far. And like, I don't know if that helped or anything. Like I actually don't know like, what the numbers are really at. Um I mean, I'm still not even at a point right now where like... My numbers are like doing a whole lot. Uh, I'm just like being straight up disrespectful, and I'm gonna look at what my what my numbers are at. It honestly is like I do my thing, but it's how much the bands want to push it, cause that's like truly, yeah. Like I don't know, I man. The Gats, like the Gats, being the Common Chase ones, I've done the the best, I think. Let me look here. Since Brighter Green. Like, I think Brighter Green, like, shared it, and Charles shared it. Yeah. <laughs> I know Liam didn't didn't share his Esther's Family one, so that one's got, like, no views on it. Uh, Charlie the Kid actually did a pretty good job. His are, for, like, decent. Same with the Jailbirds. Actually, dude, it's really funny. Charlie the Kid, Jailbirds, and Ready the Prince, all have the same views. And, like, Charlie the Kid and the Jailbirds actually did do a pretty good job promoting Ready the Prince did not. Uh, but then you got like Frantics got a few more views And like those guys uh, shared around But like Gatsby and The Common Chase Both Really like Pushed their episodes And it did well uh, The Charlie Weaver one Did like okay I mean like I don't know And like I don't know what, Like my download numbers Are like Either for this thing But like I don't know It's just like I've only done like 10 episodes Since September Wow Well, whatever. Um, It's funny, like, if you look on the page, just, like, you can tell, like, the different, like, uh, uh, episode number, what, four is the first one on there? And just, like, looking in, like, ten, I started, like, putting tags on them, but they still look a little goofy. And then episode 15 is where I started, like, doing the pose photos, and they look, like, a little bit better. And then episode 24 is when I, like changed the font and the game up a little bit dude what am i doing right now okay anyway uh thanks for checking this episode out everybody um go listen to plants they just put out a great new ep i'm gonna put a song at the end of it here uh call them paler and like the whole ep is actually fucking incredible this is the best song on it though i think uh they got a lyric video out for that and uh Yeah, man, I don't know. Just give her a go. Anyway, I'll talk to you soon. Later.